Hi, I'm Liz Winstead. I'm Mojiella Wodeal. And we're the hosts of Feminist Buzzkills, the only weekly podcast that helps you navigate the post-row hellscape. We dissect all the news from that sketchy intersection of abortion and misogyny with our guests, the abortion providers and activists working on the ground. Plus, we have amazing comedians to help us laugh through the rage. Feminist Buzzkills drops Fridays wherever you get your pod fix. Listen and subscribe, because when BS is popping, we pop off. M-S-W Media. Welcome to Teacher Quit Talk. I'm Miss Redacted. And I'm Mrs. Frazzled. Every week we explore the teacher exodus to find out what, if anything, could get these educators back in the classroom. We've all had our moments where we thought, what the hell am I doing here? From burnout to bureaucracy to soul-sucking stressors and creative dead ends. From recognizing when it was time to go to navigating feelings of guilt and regret afterwards, we're here to cut out the gaslighting and get real about what it means to leave teaching. We've got insights from former teachers from all over the country who have seen it all. So get ready to be disturbed. Join us on Teacher Quit talk to laugh through the pain of the U.S. education system. We'll see you there. Hi, I'm Francis Callier. <laughs> I'm Angela V. Shelton. We are Frangela. Welcome to The Final Word! The Final Word with Frangela! The Final Word. 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 We want to thank you for joining us here on the Sexy Liberal Podcast Network and MSW Media. Yes, because you know why? You have the finest taste in podcasts. You really do. You, you really, really do. really do. You should congratulate yourself. Ooh, you're so amazing. You are amazing. You know what else is amazing, Angela? What? The people who support us through Patreon. Oh, they are more than amazing. They are life savers. You are heroes. Let, Let me just tell say. you what you did, okay, <laughs> for Black History Month. You allowed some Black people to make some history is yes. what you did. Is That's what you. you. Did. That's, That's you. you. That is you. You doing that, okay? You doing that. If anybody most. says shit to you this month, go put your hand up and go, I'm a Patreon, okay? <laughs> I'm doing my part. Okay. And yes, you are. And you know what? You are doing your part by just showing up and listening and sharing this podcast. We greatly appreciate it. And for those of you who are Patreon supporters, you get three micro idiots a week. Yeah. And don't let micro fool you. They are macro funny. Yes, they are. Yes, they are. And speaking of macro funny, you know, you can get a specialized video from Frangela from Cameo. Just go yeah. to Cameo.com and put in Frangela. And then um, for a little tiny bit of money, you mm-hmm. get a special message. Yes. And you can give it as a gift or give it to yourself, a pep talk, whatever you want. Some advice, uh, uh, you know, why I wasn't at work explanation, whatever. Well, uh, speaking of explanations, join us on February 25th. Did you see that segue? That it was amazing. No sense. Oh, I thought it follow, I followed it completely because <laughs> it's the next thing on my list. So I was like, that works. <laughs> Join us February 25th for the taping of our new comedy album at the Curious Comedy Theater. There's going to be two shows. Oh, my goodness. If you know anybody in Oregon. That's right. And even if you can't be there, make sure they get their happy bus to this show. That's right. Go to CuriousComedy.org and you can pick up your tickets and come out there and laugh and make history with us during Black History Month. And always speaking of making history. Join us every Friday for the third hour of the Stephanie Miller show for it is the um oh it's the Fridays with Frangela. Yes, it is. 
something's wrong with my head. <laughs> well, you know what you know, is forgetting really basic things this week. Like, <laughs> it's something's wrong. There's nothing wrong. You you're gonna be okay. You just need some water. Probably, probably dehydrated <laughs> like I a know, plant. Like some, some aloe vera, some noni, something juice, like that, some noni juice or tussin. something. Yeah, some tuss. You need something to, to moisturize it up inside. Yeah, <laughs> I'm gonna yeah. pour some in my ear. Um, that's yeah, yeah. So you should check that out. Um, and I don't know if you if you are a regular Stephanie listener, then one of the things you know is that as when Stephanie becomes the representative, um, we're going to be her press secretaries. Hmm. And um, we're really excited about this opportunity to tell people to fuck off officially. <laughs> <laughs> I, you know what? Uh, I'm going to carry a boombox like Radio Raheem. Oh, my God, yes. <laughs> Can we have dancers? Like, for no reason, just always have, like, those, those women who danced for Prince's Halftime Show. That's right. I want them and I want a fan on them the whole time for yes. no reason. And yeah. I want to never reference them well, and deny they're there when people bring them up. <laughs> Diamond and Pearl. We're going to get us a Diamond and Pearl. That's right. And then, and then you're going to have like one of those bullhorns so that when you get right up at the people's faces. Oh, I'm going to answer with the bullhorn? <laughs> yes, you will. <laughs> and you'll be like, do you hear me? <laughs> Fox News freak from the office of the HBIC, Stephanie Miller. We said, fuck you. Next question. Totally. Totally. All right, we're going to jump into this because, and I think that we are joking around because this is awful. It's the worst. It's awful. It's the worst. Mourners from Vice President Kamala Harris to activist Reverend Al Sharpton celebrated the life of Tyree Nichols, whose death at the hands of police in Memphis led to second degree murder charges against five officers. We are sure you know this story and have heard but we have not had an opportunity to talk about it and explore it at some length in our own show yep this is a quote from his mother mothers around the world when their babies are born pray to god when they hold that child at that body and that life will be safe for the rest of his life that's kamala yeah oh yeah it's kamala i'm sorry and that's true the reality is you know I had not seen a picture of him in the bed, in the hospital bed. Mm-hmm. But his head is like four times its normal size. And, you know, when you think back to Emmett Till, and that just came out. And, you know, when you talk about the, the generational trauma that Black people go through, Every fucking time this happens, that so much so, I am, it's too too traumatic for me to walk into a movie theater and see Till. I know, I can't watch it either. They sent it. I have the DVD for the SAG or they sent it. I can't. I want to give my money to it. Mm-hmm. I want to support that. It, those stories need to be clearly told. But we are still, my problem is, um, we're telling the same story with our bodies right now. That child, that child 
is over and over and over. When that is happening, we're just creating more and more Emmett Tills. And I'm going to tell you the problem I have with this, with this scene, with this moment. This is in, in this article, Sharpton, comma, in a painfully familiar role, comma, delivered an impassioned eulogy. They paid tribute. Here's my problem. Painfully familiar. We're living with this. Mm -hmm. We're living inside of this system and we don't have to. Mm -hmm. I'm going to tell you, if you haven't, it feels odd to say this in some ways, but if you weren't able to watch this service, I'm, I'm convinced that you'll be able to see it or at least parts of it if you go onto YouTube or someplace else and look it up or on different news sites. It is really worth listening to, not just because, first and foremost, because you can learn about this this really lovely young man um, and, and, and his life. And, yeah. and but also because I think that, that, that what the things that were said were so powerfully impactful. And I think you know, um, Reverend Al went on to say, um, and, I, and, I, and this is where this is where my, where my, it boils up in me so hard. I'm afraid I might cry. Um, he said, there's nothing more insulting and offensive to those of us that fight to open doors that you walked through those doors and act like the folks we had to fight for to get you through them doors. You didn't get on the police department by yourself. Um, and he said, if, um, Nichols had been white, you wouldn't have beat him like that. Nope. You don't fight crime by becoming criminals yourself. That ain't put the police that's punks. And, and, and I, it needs to be said over and over again. The color, the ethnicity of these police officers was blue. That's right. And let me tell you something. Since I do peek my head over the fence to see what the other side is talking about, immediately after she, uh, the, uh, the, the uh, captain of police fired and, and, and um, criminalized those police, Fox News immediately began saying, we need to look into her. That mm -hmm. she must have criminality. Well, I think we need to, to look into all her. The police. I, yeah, I, I think we need to look into her because not all these cops have been dealt with. The DA too, like there were other police officers there. Some of whom, there were two fire people who apparently have been on, yes. on suspension. There are two other police officers. One, at least one of them, I believe is Caucasian or white, who was, um, they, who was fired, but I don't know that anything else has happened. But the reality is what they did as a result, before we get too happy clappy about mm -hmm. the quick response, is what they that same police chief did or captain that did is they disband they took the scorpion union and they took those police and spread them back out into the police force understand that this is a unit that many people have complained about and nothing has happened before that all of these police had prior complaints that this is that this is this is not this is not a few the few bad apples which again the saying is a few bad apples spoil the bunch yes the whole the bunch if you're gonna use it but beyond that the reality is that this is a systemic problem and i'm gonna tell you what what broke my heart though i mean my heart was broke and is broken but when one of Tyree's brothers got up and talked about how he had lost touch with him mm -hmm. and he didn't, he didn't. And so he was sitting here and he was learning about mm -hmm. who his brother was yeah. and he was never going to have the opportunity to remedy that. And that what that, what that should remind, remind us all to do is if there are people in your life that you are not communicating with who, for whatever the reason, right? Like, and, and, and it's something where you, you, you love them, even if this thing happened, go do it. Yeah. 
because because it just sort of the big sort of life lesson. But on the other side of this, Tyree, when I learn about Tyree, what I learn is how Tyree is somebody we would have hung with. That's right. He like he likes sunsets. He wanted to. He was on a skateboard. He had a son. He just that's a kid. You know. You know. And I, you know. And here's the thing. Everybody under thirty to me is a child. Well, okay. No, and I'm gonna keep calling him a kid because I've had to listen to the Trump children for fucking eight forever now. So if they get to be children and they older than him, you know, like, that boy is a baby. Man. He was a young man. And the reality is he He's was a, a really baby. good decent man who was on his way home for his break, who was who like who was gonna stop and see the sunset. This was a this was an execution, a murder of an innocent person. Even if he had been, quote, recklessly driving, that offense, there is not punishable by death. No. Like that is not an arrestable, like that is not how that works. But also this squad shouldn't even be doing traffic stops. That was my first fucking thing. It's like, why are scorpions who are supposed to be out here taking care of the toughest, roughest people stopping people yeah. in their fucking car? But this about the fucking, um, the fucking violence of the title of this group. So you name a police unit, the Scorpions. What do Scorpions do, Francis? They do they stop and investigate people? They do not. No, they don't. They attack with their with their hind parts and they, they poison murder. you and murder. Yes. The, why you would even name something that? Telling me off the bat that this unit's job is to go out and attack people. Mm-hmm. Like... These units, they've been using these. These are nothing but a runaway slave, um, self-deputized gang of fucking terrorist thugs. That's yep. all this is. That's all and, it and, is. And, 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 it, and there's nothing, there is nothing that can bring back this young man. Yep. There is nothing. And I can't tell you how, I'm not just sick of it. I, for me, it is, I, I listened to this and I looked at that funeral and, 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 understand something every time things get you know we have this there's an outcry there's a we had black lives matter we had a george floyd it's not enough if we don't we've got to whether it's gun control and it's this we have got to force these this legislation yes. we've got to force this accountability yeah we have to do it i need people to do this like yes with Nichols' mother's, as Angela's just saying, was calling on people to call for the passage of the George Floyd Policing Act. You can get involved in that. Make sure you understand what it is. You check it out. That's how you can celebrate Tyree's life. Okay, it's making sure that this doesn't happen to people. Because what I can guarantee you, if the very same situation happened in a white neighborhood and a 29 year old son was going home on their break and they were driving recklessly, they would have made it home. They would have made it home. Next up, Santos to recuse himself from congressional committees. <laughs> okay. Before we start, I need to just, I need to call a file on this. How can you recuse George Santos when we don't know if that's your name? That's right. I'm going to need to know who's being recused from whom what? and from what. Okay, bitches. Have we established what the fuck his name is? Listen, listen, he is that cloud that uh, surrounds Pigpen. It's a, he's amorphous. Okay. And then when he mm. comes together to take the shape of what we call or have come to know as George Santos to right. answer a few questions, then he disperses again. I, I 
that just I, I don't even know see this is a, what Jordan, this came up for me in this whole discussion of rep people bringing guns to the house floor mm-hmm. and people being you know Marjorie Taylor Greene all those other terrorists wannabes they um want to and they probably are I'm willing to bet they want to get rid of the metal detectors and they want to be able to bring guns into meetings and into mm-hmm. committee meetings and onto the floor this is my problem we don't even we can't verify the identity of some of y'all yeah so no, you can't bring a gun. We're supposed to trust you, right? I'm supposed to trust you. So I don't know who you is. Y'all voting Omar. Y'all voted Omar off of her committees. Okay. Just, just cause, just cause. Let's be clear. If you didn't see um, uh, Representative Omar's speech on the floor before the vote to to remove her for her committees. You should go watch it because it was fire. <laughs> she was amazing. And to quote her, she said, you could take your vote or not. I am here to stay. Yep. And and th- this 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 is what they're interested in. What this house is interested in doing is putting people like whatever his name is, possibly allegedly George Santos on committees and taking Representative Omar Schiff and Swalwell off of them. That's it, right. That that that's the work they've done since Kevin McCart since they've been in office. That's yes. It. That's and what they've to, done. And to me, why aren't we raising holy hell as Democrats? On our side about our people. Well, I watched, I watched people fucking scale the walls of the Capitol because somebody lost a fucking election. Mm-hmm. These are duly elected people who were seated on their committees who are no longer being allowed to represent us. Why aren't we mad? Why aren't we acting a fool? Why aren't we sitting there calling, you know, Kevin McCarthy? Why isn't the campaign of pressure put on? Why aren't our elected officials asking us to act? I, you know, it's it's such a it's like I sit here and I, you know, there's there are problems, right? And I can look, I'm looking at it and I go, okay, I get these things. I get that one, the first thing in me is like, then don't go to any, pull everybody from every committee. But the problem with that is you've pulled everybody from every committee yep. and they are there in fact to get information and to try to do something. And then I go, okay, well then Biden should not have met with Kevin McCarthy, but the debt ceiling thing has to happen. That's right. So, so I go, okay, so that's maybe not the, cal- I don't know what the calculation is. I'm not trying to act like I know exactly what to do, but what I do know is you are absolutely a thousand percent right. The, this is, we have got to do more. We've and got we to have, answer. We have got to answer and we have got to make it clear, make a scene. That's right. You know, and I will say this too, as I said, her speech, what she said was amazing and powerful and, but what I and people applauded and all that, but she shouldn't have had to give it. That's that's what I'm sitting here saying. Every single other Democrat should have given it. That's right. Uh, make them sit there all day. Make all the news cameras have to go to the House because what they've just recognized is the House has been taken over by people giving speech after speech supporting her. Yeah. Like, like, do like we've, but yeah, I'm gonna tell you where this goes back to me, where my mind goes immediately back to this is a problem that we have got to look at how we how we fight or how we stand up for our principles mm-hmm. and our, I mean, our elected, our elected, you know, representatives m- m- back when I remember when Trump was putting in idiots in cabinets, like uh, Ben Carson, how the Democrats, like he got a hundred percent of the vote. Yeah. 
like as a matter of uh, politeness or showing some sort of willingness to work with mm-hmm. the Democrats just gave votes to people who should never have had those positions. That's and right. It to be off at the time because I'm like, OK, here's the deal. I didn't I get coalit that this is a supposedly a, a government where we have to get some sort of consensus, but we're not operating with those people. No, no. Well, you know what? It, the, the problem is and you know what? I, I understand this in a global sense. Oftentimes, you don't understand that you're the frog in the pot boiling. And Democrats oftentimes uh, do not understand that they're the frogs in the pot boiling. Yeah. They think that they're literally looking out being like, there's something wrong with the rest of y'all because your feet ain't hot. You know, and that's our problem. Our problem is we're looking over at everybody else's behavior and we are not and we're responding as opposed to saying this is what we want. This is how we we roll. This is what we do. Exactly. I mean, and this we have got to I although I, I cannot hear the word reimagine reimagining police reform because fuck reimagine, make it happen. I don't want any imagination involved. I am sick and tired of waiting. Um, We do need to reimagine how uh, as our elected representatives, what they do when they are being thrown off of committees and how they act inside of that house and and inside of the Senate. Like how, what do we, how do we show, uh, how do you show up for us? That's right. Put you in office. That's right. uh, When, when these people are trying to make sure you can't. Because what I can tell you about the other side is, you know how Marjorie Taylor Greene is showing up with a fucking gun in her pocket. Thank you. That's how that bitch rolls. That's how she rolls for her constituents. And let me tell you, and I'm not asking you to show up with a gun. No, you don't mean that. But I'm asking you to show up loaded Mm -hmm. and ready to fucking go. I really, I really do. You know, unity isn't just in the vote, you know, and it's, and it's, it, it really does take, make the scene, That's you know, right. make it, That's let us right. know what you're doing and let us know. And every day, that's why I've always people like, well, they can't bring that up because they'll lose the vote. Yes, you can make them vote no on things that they should be voting yes on every day. I'd be bringing up a gun control bill every day. Make them vote against the George Floyd Act every day. Do it. Yep. That's why you're there. ExxonMobil reports a uh, record annual profit. Oh, ExxonMobil reported a record $55.7 billion in annual profit in 2022. Mm-hmm. That's one year. I'm, I'm, I'm a, mm-hmm. I need you to pause mm-hmm. and imagine 55 points. That's in profit. Perfect. That's after all the bills were paid, bitch. $55 is outside of my budget. Okay. Just the, the single dollars, <laughs> not the tens of thousands, millions. That's not a number that my brain even can get in it. I, the amount of money that corporations have been a lot are making off of all of us through, through the worst time. Mm-hmm. And one of the worst times in our nation's history is appalling. Amongst uh, corporations that have reported fourth quarter results so far, only Apple and Microsoft have raked in more. So their companies making more. Yeah. In profit. Profit. Then then when we get because I want you to remember that Mm 
when we get to another story later on that we're going to be talking about. Okay. Mm -hmm. All right. But we're going to keep going. Florida's new college board (sighs) fires president in shakeup by DeSantis allies. The board of trustees at the new college of Florida, a small liberal arts college in Sarasota voted to fire president Patricia Oker in the last push by Governor Ron DeSantis and his allies to overhaul higher education in the state and purge it of what DeSantis calls, quote unquote, woke ideology. The 13 board member, 13 member board with six new trustees DeSantis appointed in January named former Florida Education Commissioner Richard Corcoran as interim president. Um. It, this is, for me, incredibly frightening, Angela. Mm-hmm. The things that we're afraid of, of Betsy De- DeVos, this is, is realized here. First of all, this is a Christian-based organization that these people are from, which mm-hmm. isn't there supposed to be a separation between church and state? why are we in the crusades right now why why is the governor crusading against education crusading for religion and paying money that taxpayers pay to install religious ideology in education yeah um this is the thing you know francis I I can't with these people. I can't because I get to hear all the time that it's the, you know, uh, Milos Yiannopoulos, he should be able to go to any school he wants and talk. It's not fair. This can, and then what do they do? Yep. The governor comes in and says, I'm going to tell you what your kid, what, what you as in, these are probably adults, what what these adults get to learn or not learn. I'm going to, but it's all performative. This is just for, ra- he's saying to racists, look how racist I am. I'm going to go out here and fuck with people who, that you don't care anything about, who aren't doing anything to you and who aren't even doing this. There is no woke degree. There is no <laughs> woke department. This is, it's the most ridiculous. It's, it's the same bullshit as, uh, you know, what's it called? Um, critical race theory, the concept mm. that that's being taught anywhere. Uh, the fact that it was that Ron DeSantis, he is in, in a mad dash to the bottom, you yeah. know? And, and, but and, but and, people are voting for it. Of course, and they're going to. We aren't going to get those people. <laughs> those people are gone. But whatever percentage that is of the, the 30% MAGA, whatever percentage will go against Trump and vote for him, we're not, they're not even worth speaking to. That's, but the reality is that's not all of Florida. Florida was real close to flipping on a bunch of stuff. Yep. This is the problem. The only way he, that they've been able to stop that from happening is from disenfranchising people. That's right. That's right. Speaking of disenfranchising people, Report, Black taxpayers are more likely to face IRS audits. Black taxpayers are three times, and what I saw was three to five times as likely mm-hmm. as other taxpayers to face internal revenue service audits. And I was listening to uh, NPR earlier, but it was, it was uh, what is it, the, uh, the tax credit? It's the- Earned income credit? Earn income tax credit, this yeah. EITC. So apparently, 
in this larger report, what they found was African-Americans are more likely to make a mistake on their EITC. And these are low income people who are more likely, these aren't even like middle class African-Americans. These are the, mm-hmm. these are low income people. These are people, there's a strong argument. Why are they being taxed at all? Being like, taxed? Like, yeah. Or, or audited for anything. When meanwhile, I'd like to draw your attention back to the earlier article about ExxonMobil reporting $55.7 billion in profit. And there are two more companies that have reported more profit. And where Let's the look fuck at their, are tax their taxes? Rates. Thank you. Thank you. And what I resent in this whole discussion, too, is the New York Times report. Then they went on to say um, that it's not individual or IRS employees, which I happen to. OK, um, it's an algorithm. Francis, where do algorithms come from? That was the first thing out of my fucking child's mouth. She said, I learned we were listening to it in the car. She goes, Mama, I learned about this in school. Algorithms are created by humans. So therefore, they're inherently flawed. There you go. How do you think we've talked about this in so many different ways? The way that the Republican Party has gone about disenfranchisement is and we talk, they talk about like with a scalpel, how clever it has been. What they do is they, they figure out that if your last name is Jackson or Washington, uh, you are how, something like, I forget what the percentage is, more like most more likely to be an African-American. Mm-hmm. There are lots of ways, because they're like, you're, you don't put your your uh, race on your, your ethnicity on your, all this information is linked, by the way, mm-hmm. but you don't put your ethnicity on your, your tax form. Well, dude, that's not the only way that people make guesses about ethnicity. They do it from area code, zip code. There's an, al- clearly human beings make these algorithms. There's so many examples of it, but it's, it was interesting to read it because I, you know, the taxation of the poor for being poor, you yes. know, um, is, is it, it's so counterintuitive to actually balancing any kind of budget <laughs> that it doesn't but it really it, it, it's one of these things that's like you feel like is this am i being crazy but here it is here's the proof i know i let me tell you and the proof is in the pudding lastly before we sign out really quickly here is biden will end the COVID 19 national and public health emergencies in may formally restructuring the federal reserve response to treat the coronavirus as an epidemic as an endemic the public health emergency provided many americans with free COVID 19 tests treatments and vaccines and as well as enhanced social safety net benefits let me tell you I have been amazed at our response to COVID. It has let me know that we can do a lot of things in this country. Yeah. And we need to continue to treat COVID. Right now, today, I think we're still having like 2,100 deaths a day. Yeah. This is the problem. When there, the, Let me, I did a little dive. I'm like, what does that mean? To end that classification? Yeah. Well, in, in practice, it means a, f- a few things. One, Title 42 ends. That's the... Um, the Title 42 policy that the Trump immigrations used to limit the inflow of migrants at the border. They've tried, the Biden administration has tried to end the measure, but it's been held up in court. So that's one thing. Another thing is that millions of people could lose Medicaid. 
Yep. As many as 16 million low-income Americans could fall off Medicaid when the nation's public health emergency ends. Um, that Amy Goldstein is one of the people who reported this. In March 2020, the federal government offered states extra funds so long as they didn't kick anyone off the program during the state of emergency. But that assurance means Medicaid caseloads have spiked about 22% nationally since the pandemic began and as new people have joined and no one has left. And then also it means that the uninsured will be paying for vaccines. That's what I'm afraid of. That 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 one. The, the problem with this is it does it. Obviously, it's a problem because it's hurting. It's going to hurt people. We already have a problem getting everybody to get these vaccines. Get everybody to get these boosters. That's right. If you That's charge right. for them, ain't nobody gonna do ain't it. Ain't nobody gonna get it. Ain't nobody but but the elderly and people who are you know worried about their health. Well, and, and if they can afford it, but if you're sitting up here, you got a, you got a choice between your heart medication or this shot, what are you going to do? Right. And let's also talk about the fact of when you start in this, what I see in this society happening right now are more and more people retreating into their homes, retreating into their lives. And what you, what you have, what we've invested in uh, as a society are all these buildings law buildings and offices and places and restaurants and and social spaces but you can't have a social space i.e workplace or fun place if people are sick and can't be there exactly and that's how all the rest of us get sick again and again Again and again and again and again. I wanted to go someplace last week. We were someplace and somebody popped positive for COVID. That means that I need to let, you know, my system kind of catch up for two or three days before I am. I can consciously even test. That's right. No, we couldn't even test till Monday and it was ping pong. It was a ping pong party and you couldn't go. We couldn't go because we had, we had just, we found out that day that yes. we'd been exposed to somebody. And so that meant we couldn't really test until, cause we got exposed on like a Wednesday, maybe yeah. something like that. So till Monday and then in Monday we did test negative, but you can't yeah. go into people's lives and do that to them. Yeah, and that's our final word. And now it's time for resistance. Wrap up, 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 up. There's a lot of things you can do to get involved, but this week we'd like you, if you can, if you have any, a little bit of money, or if you can get a group of people together to even, you know, everybody puts in a buck and you can send what you can send. Um, there's a go, the official GoFundMe for Tyree Nichols. It's GoFundMe.com backslash F backslash Tyree and then a dash Nichols. You know, go there and 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 pass this on. Um, the well, I'll read to you what it says here. My name is Rovon Wells. I'm the mother of Tyree Nichols. My son Tyree Nichols was pulled over for suspected reckless driving on January seventh, twenty twenty three. There's no evidence to substantiate this claim. Further, police claim that my son left the scene on foot. It turns out that he was just trying to get to my house for safety, which was only a few blocks away from where the incident happened. My baby was just trying to make it home to be safe in my arms. Tyree was unarmed, non-threatening, and respectful to police during the entire encounter. And she goes on, and 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 they. They want to use this money to for the community to help with their own mental health care and other people in the community's care and to to continue to fight for work to pass the George Floyd Act, etc. So if you can check it out, yeah. So if you can support them, and these are people who could really use your support because they are going through and shouldering a whole bunch of things. And I 
just wanted to say this too, in terms of the memorial, you know, what was the, 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 the most heartbreaking is, was that, you know, the families of other people who had been murdered by the police were there in that audience, you know, and I just don't want this group to grow. So please, 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 if you can, I'm, you know, a dollar even just, you know, help these people with passing yeah, the message, you know, yeah. too. like just, yeah. you know, I'm Francis Callier. I'm Angela V. Shelton. We are Frangela. Thank you so much for listening to the final word. It's no surprise that newsmakers try to manipulate the audience. They want you to believe that they are the one holding the line and they'll use any trick they can to get you there. But don't let them fool you. Get unspun. I'm Amanda Sturgill. I've been a reporter, and today I teach future reporters to cut the spin and think critically about what newsmakers say. My podcast, Unspun, shows you how to know when you're being manipulated by the news. Learn to spot the tricks and how to make up your own mind about what's true. So if you're tired of being fooled by the news, subscribe to Unspun today. Unspun, because you deserve the truth.